Let's get it on! What's happening, everybody? Microphone's working today. We're good. Double checked before I started. Just gotta do sometimes. Gotta make sure that things are working. What's happening, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Huh? Who's out there? Huh? All right, here we go. We got Mr. Fear Jason right here. How you doing? Always good to see ya. We got Ryan also. Talina Kyle is here. Party people! Yeah! I don't know why I just thought about, you know, whoop, there it is, but hi, Steph. Hi. John, how's it going? Largely didn't care. Yeah. I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing a pretty, uh, well, let's just say I'm not really looking forward to it, but I figured why not react to it on the live stream today. So that's what's happening. Yeah, what's going on, Mr. Uh, Jose? Good to see you, buddy. Happy Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday, right? Man, I wish I could have some tacos tonight. What's going on, Tony Movie Chappy D9 Neil Blomkamp fan? I always love re reading your name. See? 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 <laughs> hey! How's it going, Irwin? Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, you're good, Eric. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Good to hear, sir. Mr. Jason McKenzie. Ahoy, ahoy. Kind sir. Good to see you. Kick-ass music. Well, thank you, music man. You would. The fact that the music man is saying that the opening music, you know, is good. That's always a good thing. Howdy, howdy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Phil. I don't know why your, your icon didn't show up, but, you know, it's always a glitch in the matrix. Cancer boo. What the hell? All right. Cancer boo. Hey, J.D. McRae, what's going on? We got Scotty right here. We got Stephanie T. Here's good to see you. Tyler, all right. And then, of course, we got Miss Captain Gatorade. Now, this is some kind of music, yeah. Master of Puppet, Puppet Vibes, eh, a little bit. I guess, somewhat, somewhat, I guess, you know, somewhat. Uh, let's see, turn that off, all right. Uh, everybody, all right. Uh, anything uh, tomorrow, any news? The news I've... That I've been saying yesterday and even before is don't get your hopes up about, a, you know, if you're thinking about certain things, that's for sure. Yeah, I know. Yay for working, Mike. Hey, I know. Technical difficulties yesterday. You got to love that. What's going on? Yeah, all right. I think we got everybody. What's going on? Everybody's just saying hi to each other, all that stuff. Anybody else new? Ah, here we go. Hey, hey, hey. If we were uh, talking to Star Wars, um, hey, we're going to be talking some Star Wars. Some cool things uh, showed up today so what's going on jacob it's your favorite metallica song well it's a good metallica song uh it's definitely up there it's not my favorite overall metallica song but hey it's still a very very good song oh well, i know we'll talk about that too which i'm like god what, what 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 is going on right there what is going on right there blah what's up with the blah no blah we're gonna be talking about that uh yeah, well, my favorite's better than your favorite, so whatever. Okay, Jacob? Okay. Anyways, uh, so let's do all this. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so, uh, of course, smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you want to become a member, do so. Every Wednesday now, we're going to be, uh, of course, doing... Um, we're going to be doing the post-show live stream, so we'll be do doing it tomorrow. The, uh, the post-show live stream. And, uh, of course, tomorrow's live stream will be all about what Warner Brothers Discovery will be bringing to their upfront. But today, it's all about the mouse. It's the mouse today. That's right. All about the mouse and seeing what they had to say. And then, of course, uh, hey, Nikki, there, there you go. Now you're saying, yeah, Disposable Heroes, that's a good one. And, and uh, remember, I asked Joe Manganiello that, too. I asked, like, what would Deathstroke's favorite Metallica song be? Because obviously, I mean, I, you know, for anybody who didn't see it, if you go to the Justice Con YouTube, you know, for this last Justice Con that happened, um, you know, and I, I got the, the honor to interview Joe Manganiello myself, but, uh, you know, pretty intimidating, you know, it is, it is Deathstroke. The guy's like, you know, six foot 15, um, you know, he's a big dude, you know, and everything, and, uh, but we have a shared love of Metallica, and so that did break, break the ice a little bit, even though the audio problems that were happening in that interview. But I did ask, like, what would Deathstroke's 
what would Deathstroke, what would Slade, Slade, what would his favorite Metallica song be? And uh, and I thought, well, it's got to be Disposable Heroes because it's all about dying soldiers and stuff like that. And sure enough, he said that, and I was like, yes, that was a good way to uh, you know end that little part of the interview. So there you go. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, all right, it's good stuff. If you haven't listened to Disposable Heroes from Metallica, yeah, that's, uh, you know, even though Master of Puppets is good, it's on the same album. Track number five, Disposable Heroes. Better song, you know. But my favorite song on the Master of Puppets album is actually Battery. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Let's do this. Let's get to these tweets. Let's get through uh, (laughs) this trailer that people are going like, oh, my God. Well, there you go. See, Phil said, Phil agrees. It's the best song on the album. See, mine is, my favorite, again, is Battery on that album. But Disposable Heroes is second. So, yeah, I have this love thing for Battery. That's what really got me into Metallica. That's why it's my, that's one of my all-time favorite songs from the group. But, yeah, Disposable Heroes. And apparently, you know, I mean, yeah, like I said, that's what Slade, according to the guy who played him, he says yes. He agrees that Slade would absolutely love that one. Yeah. All right. Let's get to these tweets and see what's happening. Oh, shit. Did I not? Hold on. There we go. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. I thought I didn't have it set up here, but here we go. Okay. Hey, somebody tweeted this out right here. Um, And you know what? I love this shot. Probably one of my all-time favorite shots of Wonder Woman right here. Just a beautiful shot, of course, with the uh, the sun rising behind her right there. I mean, obviously, it's symbolic for things. The war, the fight is over. The soldiers are hugging each other like, hey, we, we survived. We're doing this. And, of course, Diana stands right in the middle. God, I love that shot. How do you not love that shot? Got to love that shot. And, of course, we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about that, of course, too. And even, you know, good old Hayden Christensen, you know, getting back into the whole lightsaber fighting right there, which is great. You got to love it. Yeah, the Vanity Fair article, we'll be talking about that because that was released today, obviously, going with Disney up front right there. So good stuff. Good stuff. Definitely good. And then this right here, um, I don't know if this person was actually serious (coughs) because definitely not the case when it comes to this right here. But uh, I don't know. I just saw this tweet on my timeline, and I went, and then they said Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be Snyder versus Shazam. Yes, the entire BBS is in the background. Thank you, Gallant uh, Productions. Kind of love the She-Hulk trailer. Felt like the comics. Well, there you go. Well, that's good. That's good. But, yeah, I saw this tweet, and I just straight out said, no, that's not the case. If you guys remember this, this was back in, like, what, 2015, maybe? Something like that, 14, 15? You know, Mark Wahlberg just going like, hey, yeah, look at that. Uh, I have a very good physique, so we're going to pose for this picture right here. And, yes, if you actually look in the background, there is the entire cast. There's, like, pretty much the entire cast of BVS that is behind him. Uh, but it wasn't Shazam. I don't think, uh, yeah, Snyder had no, no, um, he wasn't going to be bringing in Shazam when it came to the whole thing. But uh, when it came to this whole thing, um, I mean, it's been revealed many times. And again, I, uh, I don't know if like when it comes to certain parts of the Snyder fandom, are we just going to start going back to old shit and being like, oh, hey, guess what? We're going to just talk about old things. I'm like, no, uh, Charles Roven has actually talked about how he wanted Mark Wahlberg as Hal Jordan. He wanted him as Green Lantern. So, you know, I remember when this came out, we were like wondering, and sure enough, it's like, yeah, Hal Jordan was going to be, uh, was going to be the case right there. So, but yeah, so this person said it was, uh, Snyder versus Shazam. And I'm just kind of going like, nope, that's not the case. I don't think, uh, Snyder ever had a plan for Shazam, but fun fact guys. And you know, just talking about, I mean, I know like there's a certain certain sanction of the fandom likes to shit on Shazam. Zack Snyder really enjoys Shazam, okay? So David F. Sandberg, send, send a clip out of this to David F. Sandberg. But uh, I have heard in my ear that, yes, Zack Snyder really enjoyed Shazam because it's an enjoyable movie. David F. Sandberg is a great director, a great story storyteller, and he brought Shazam to life. So now we have Sam Raimi saying that he really enjoy and dug 
Shazam. And also, yeah, Zack Snyder. I probably said it before. I've said it before. I'm sure I have. But yes, Zack Snyder himself also very much enjoyed Shazam. So, suck it! Anyways, 36 years ago, the original Top Gun came out. That's right. Top Gun, full of sweaty dudes. Look at them glisten right there. Everybody's sweaty. Everybody's sweaty, but some really good shots. Really good shots in the movie. Um, love the original Top Gun movie, of course. It's iconic. It's great. Can't wait for the new one. But, you know, when it comes to that original Top Gun movie, I need to go through. I, I, I should do a live watch, and every time you see a fucking fan, like a fan, like an actual fan, because they wanted to show that it was hot. It was hot. Okay, so there's fans everywhere. When they're inside, there's fans. Apparently, back in, what, 1986, there wasn't any fucking AC. So there was fans everywhere. And I, you know, take a drink for every fan that you see. Probably going to be fucked up halfway through the movie. That's for damn sure. But yeah, they, I mean, Tony Scott, they really wanted to, like, say, like, hey, these people are sweaty. I mean, look at how they're glistening right there, even in their uniforms, so... But anyways, yeah, Tony, good old Tony Scat, man, Tony Scat. And then look at this promotional video right here. Oh, you're up, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring it. That Batmobile. That's the shit. Throw that Anybody else hard? Okay, good thing the camera is waist up. All right, then, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oof, man. And, uh, you know, hey, let's, uh, gone too soon, man. Man, he would have been 67. Crazy. But he still would have been the great Bill Paxton, yes. Bill Paxton's birthday, remembering him, uh, he would have been 67. It would have been his 67th birthday. And uh, talk about just iconic roles. I love the fact that the first image is from Titanic, which he was barely in. But, you know, you got, of course, Weird Science, Twister, and, of course, Apollo 13. So many great roles that uh, that Bill Paxton was in. So happy birthday to the late, great Bill Paxton. Yes, that's right. Late, great. And then, you know, speaking of Shazam, like, again, I mean... There's the people that were like that just they, they can't accept the fact that, hey, well, you know, these toys right here now. OK. Going back to this whole thing, because now it's just getting to this point where it's, you know, they everybody wants to. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. The Snyderverse is uh, it's a it's, it's cherished. It's 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 one of those things. We all love it. We love the Snyderverse and everything like that. But um this 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 argument keeps on coming back like every six weeks just like the whole fucking batman doesn't kill thing um the fact that how could there be toys when it comes to all this stuff and uh you know what i mean first off don't take it too seriously it's fucking shazam but at the same time it was kind of funny because even i quote tweeted this one saying you know like hey you know it's kind of crazy that that what there wouldn't be toys in the snyderverse there wouldn't be actual toys of Batman or something like that. And it's kind of funny because if you watch the last episode of Batman, the Fanimated stream, I am the Knight, we actually talked about this because there actually is a shot in that episode of Batman, the animated series where there's Batman merchandise and there's a kid that dresses up as Batman. He's all proud. He's like, yes, I'm dressed up as Batman. And then Bruce Wayne, when he's like beating himself up because he doesn't think he's doing enough. He talks about that, like the merchandise. I've become a cliche and blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. It's like, you know, if you have a Batman that's been doing this for 20 years, yeah, there's going to be some merchandise, okay? There's going to be some merchandise. Now, I did see someone bring up the argument that, well, people don't really, in, in the Snyderverse, people don't really know who Batman, I guess, is a little bit like he he's very good at staying out of the spotlight staying out of the shadows because not even cyborg says uh you know when 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 he first has his um dialogue with batman he goes yeah i heard of you didn't think you were real i think people are harking on that just a little too much because a lot of people are like how does cyborg not know who batman is now i think very much 
Cyborg knew who Batman is, but Batman was so crafty that when it came to any kind of footage or anything like that, that maybe Cyborg was under the impression that it was like maybe multiple people. And I think that was always the case. It was like that Batman was uh, at least the Snyderverse Batman was very so much just so crafty that people were like not sure. Well, of course, Gordon was sure that he was one guy, but maybe at one point there was a lot of people that thought there was multiple people, you know. I don't know. Maybe that that could be another question to ask the man himself. But at the same time, um, the um, you know, I saw somebody had that argument like like not many people actually knew who he was. But I was just kind of going like, I don't know if you got to take that in face value. I think it was just the fact that he was very crafty enough to just not have a lot of information and footage. But at the same time, you're kind of looking at like, well, there had to be if you had a 20 year Batman, there had to be some showdowns with the Joker that was made public with the Riddler that was made public penguin all those there had to be some things that was made public so yes of course and what what scott and i talked about in that episode is the fact that it's like we live in fucking america capitalism baby of course there's going to be people that capitalize on it and then of course you could bring up suicide squad where we saw like you know the superman shirts and whatever even though I kind of wonder if uh, if David Ayer was forced to uh, actually have that in his movie or was that his original idea? I've always kind of wondered that when it came to the shot with, you know, the, the dude selling the shirts and, you know, uh, Superman and everything like that. I kind of wonder about that. But at the same time, it's still it's America. I mean, look at you watch like a series like The Boys or anything. I mean, it's it just shows you it's like, yeah, we live in a capitalistic society. Of course, anybody's going to be like, hey, we got to sell some merchandise now. But then again, it's also Shazam. Don't take it too seriously. That's all. Don't take it too fucking seriously. It's not. Again, what did I say? Zack Snyder enjoyed Shazam. Okay, he didn't think it like, how dare David F. Sandberg make a mockery of what I try to build. Try to build. I said built. Jeez. Past tense. Really, Dave? Okay, it happens. Anyway, sorry. Rant over. I just saw that. Even though now I'm going to rant again. <laughs> oh, man. I was uh, a little bit on a, on a good one today, man. I tell you, I woke up really early and I was just like, man, I had to have three cups of coffee this morning. That's for sure. It's just I just couldn't wake up. But um, yeah, guys, again, when it comes to tomorrow, when it comes to... Um, when it comes, yeah, yeah, Wayne Foundation funding uh, the toys. Yeah, that could be it, too. Why not? You know, you got to get a little extra scratch right there. I mean, that would be cool if you think about it. That would be an interesting little subplot, you know, utilizing that, you know, funding the toys to to get profits to feed into, like, the boys' homes and, you know, orphans and people on the streets. That could help. You know how everybody always talks about that shit. Anyways, yeah, I tweeted out this today because, man, I've seen some gnarly tweets. Now, again, it's not a lot, but I've just seen some gnarly tweets where I'm like, wow, there are people that are setting themselves up for, you know, disappointment tomorrow. There really is. I mean, you guys got to realize, and I'll say it again, that, uh, yeah, when it comes to tomorrow, I mean, it's mainly when it comes to the Warner Brothers Discovery upfront. They're just going to be like, hey, this is what we got. This is what we got. I mean, it would be sweet if there was going to be some kind of cool announcement. And, I mean, I know some people are thinking, oh, yeah, the, the air cut, man, that's def that definitely could be a case. And I'm like, well, the air cut, that, that would be interesting if that was the case. But I just don't think that is the case when it comes to any, like, other Snyder stuff. You know, just, no, not going to happen. But at the same time, we're going to see, like, what they're trying to sell to the advertisers, you know. Streaming. It's going to be a lot about streaming. That's the thing. A lot of TV stuff. A lot of TV streaming stuff. It's different now, obviously. It's not just like, it's not linear TV, as they call it in the biz. It's going to be streaming stuff that they're going to be selling tomorrow. So, yeah. I mean, we're still going to talk about it. We're still going to go over it. But, you know, it's just, I just warn you, don't get your hopes, like, too up when it comes to all this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, don't think that, you know, Zach's going to show up on the screen and be like, hey, guys, and blah, 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 and say all this stuff. Um, but, you know, at the same time, uh, when it comes to the air cut, we're all still very much saying that that has still a possibility of coming out. But I just don't think there's going to even be an announcement about that tomorrow. But there are some people that oh, I saw some saying that Debbie Snyder is going to be announced as, you know, I don't know, running DC Studios or something like that. And I'm like. 
these people get that out of your heads. I don't, Debbie does not want to do that. She wants to produce movies for her husband. They are a great team and that's what they're doing right now. She's not going to want to run DC studios or anything like that. Please get that out of your heads. It's fine though. But then look at this right here. We got, uh, Harvey Dent is back, but he, but is he here to save Gotham heads, head or tails? Batman can't win when it comes to two phase this September. Uh, we got two, people right here we got um i'm not even gonna try to pronounce mackie and uh desart uh i don't know like javier and uh mari mariko oh there you go mariko right there yeah so i don't want to butcher names you know how bad i am with names team up with a uh, one-shot comic where the fate of the city rests on a coin flip batman one bad day so that's going to be something very interesting right there some new batman coming out i like it ABC President Craig Erwich says they would be open to Chris Rock hosting the Oscars. <laughs> that's really, uh, that's funny. Chris Rock should not. I mean, I, I mean, I think it'd be. I, you know what? Just to, just to. I mean, if if something happens from here till March, I think the, they announced it was going to be in March, March twenty third. I don't know. I can't remember exactly when the Oscars are going to be next year. I mean, it would be pretty sweet if both Will Smith and Chris Rock, you know, just kind of came like hey, together and, hey, we're good now. It would be sweet. A lot of people have said that, you know, could you imagine Chris Rock and Will Smith hosting the Oscars together? That would be actually pretty damn sweet. Chris Rock doing it by himself. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, I think it would be better than this past Oscars, of course. You know, he's done it before and he's always done a fantastic job. He's one of the best comedians uh, that's ever worked. So it would be sweet, but it's just kind of funny how it's like, wow, you're going <laughs> to, you know, just going to say it like that. All right. Sweet. Interesting. I don't know. Hey, we got a new shot, which is pretty much just another angle of the shot that we got before um, of uh, Mr. Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. Look at that costume, of course, looking fucking awesome. But, you know, what I did notice right there, man, I mean, he's like. We got, I mean, this this little thing right here that's supposed to be, I guess, lifting him up or whatever. Man, it's like a little bicycle seat, like, going nuzzled right up against his fucking crotch right there, right up the gooch. I don't know if that's lifting him up, but it looks kind of uncomfortable. I'm sure he's got a lot of padding right there, though, to help. But, man, that thing is just right up there, isn't it? Anyways, now now, I, now, you, now you can't stop looking at uh, at Black Adam's crotch. I know. That's what I do. I point out these things, guys, so then because you didn't see them at first. Now you're seeing them. But no, it's all about how uh, awesome that costume looks and everything like that. And then, yes, I've seen people that are uh, pretty much saying that uh, what they're doing when it comes to reshoots or additional photography is that he is he is taking on Superman. Now, I don't have any information about that. But I've seen, of course, the the scoopers, the scoopers out there, certain people. I think I've even taken some screenshots because I'm wondering, as much as I want that to happen, I'm wondering if that is actually going to happen. I haven't heard anything. I would hope, fingers crossed, but at the same time, I just don't know if that's actually the case that's happening. But then again, wouldn't that be a surprise for like a uh, an ending scene or a post-credit scene, mid-credit scene? It would be pretty sweet. Fingers crossed, yes, but I just don't know. When I see some of these people that are so sure of it, and then I start doing some investigating myself, I'm just kind of going like, again, you got these scoopers that are just taking advantage of people. They really are, as it's been for the past few years. It really sucks. I don't know, but we'll see. Fingers crossed, sure. And then we got Anson, uh, Anson Mount right here, who's finally talking about, of course, returning as Black Bolt. Finally able to discuss this without providing too many spoilers. Getting the call from Kevin Feige was one of the most unexpected of uh, one of the most unexpected of my life. It was an honor and joy to finally work with Sam Raimi, who reached out to engage me on how best to do this. Beyond grateful for the experience. Yes. And, I'm, I, you know, it's kind of cool that he just he didn't post like an actual image of himself in the costume, although I'm sure he will later on when he gives the go ahead. But, yeah. And some out talking about the uh, coming back as Black Bolt. And then speaking of the multiverse of madness, apparently, yes, there's a rumor from the Diz Insider that is saying that there is a Captain Carter project that's in the works, which, hey, I don't mind that. Give, it, give, give us some more Peggy. There's nothing wrong with that. 
I don't see anything wrong with that. And then speaking of fans, man, they ruin everything. Apparently, Margot Robbie has deleted her letterboxed account after it was discovered by fans. What the fuck? Why do fans have to ruin everything? I mean, that's what sucks. Man, we suck, don't we? As fans, it's like discover it and keep it a secret. But no, people blew it up. People blew it up, apparently. Of course, we'll talk about that. Uh, Anybody who's a fan of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the new comic franchise by Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill that was adapted into Sean Connery's last movie in uh, 2003, is getting rebooted while uh, will be a Hulu feature. So, you know what? I mean, that movie is not that bad. It gets a little too much hell. I don't think it's that bad. Come on. Okay, the, the Sean Connery, I mean, back in, it wasn't that bad, okay? I thought it was decent. It's enjoyable. I haven't watched it in years, but it's, it got a lot, it gets a lot of heat, but I don't think it should. I think it was an, it was pretty decent. Yeah, it was decent. So we'll see what happens. Cool little Batman shot. Uh, this is unfortunate, and you better believe you better believe that whoever sent, set up this marquee right here knew what the fuck was happening. Coming soon. That's already a start. Coming soon, Pleasure Men, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Pleasure Men coming, yeah. Coming soon, yeah. Apparently, yeah, there's a, there's a movie called Pleasure that's at the Cannes Film Festival that's all about, you know, I think bondage type stuff. I saw the poster. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Alex Garland's uh, movie Men that's coming out this week, which I'm going to see on Thursday, Top Gun Maverick. It's just kind of funny, you know. I love it. Love it. Uh, and then, of course, we'll talk about that. Uh, the official blah, blah, blah. And then speaking of the Barbie movie, like I said, I'm intrigued by this because I just don't know how it's going to be. But uh, Margot Robbie has listed The Truman Show on her Barbie preparation watch list. The script has been hailed as one of the best ever written, which I think it's a stretch. I love it when they do that. Hey, best thing I've ever written. Yeah, that's ever been written. It's like, okay, that's not how you sell it. Anybody could fucking say that if you're trying to sell a movie. Best thing ever. We have the best burgers ever. Best burgers in town. Coldest beer in town. I always found that weird. Coldest beer in town. You ever see that on like liquor stores and shit like that? Coldest beer in town. How is that even fucking possible? There's only like, there's a certain amount of temperature before it turns into a fucking beer, beersicle. So how could it be the coldest beer in, uh, somehow they, 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 they figured out cold fusion and turned the beer even colder, but it didn't solidify into a fucking beersicle. Okay. Sorry. Tangent. Um, but yeah, but if she's using the Truman show, I'm kind of going, okay, so it's going to have a little bit of a Truman show vibe. I could dig that. I could dig that. All right. All right. Uh, Charlie Cox was at uh, uh, at Disney up front, and uh, obviously he's, uh, he's going to be in She-Hulk. Come on. She, he's definitely going to be in She-Hulk. We know this. We know this. We know this. And then a first look at uh, Joel Kinnaman in John Woo's um, Silent Night. Remember this? So I'm excited for this because I am a... John Woo fan, love his movies from Hard Boil to Face Off. Um, he's shooting this movie right here called Silent Night that is um, starring Joel Kinnaman, and, it's, and there's no dialogue. There's absolutely no dialogue. So that's going to be interesting. I can't wait. That's going to be something new and original and great, and everybody should be watching that shit, please. So can't wait for that. John Woo, man. The Woo Man. The Woo Man. All right, let's talk about the main topic, which, of course, is the Disney upfront that happened today. Sticking everything out there. So I'm not going to go over every little thing. Um, but uh, the biggest thing, I mean, the biggest thing right now, it seems, man, the biggest thing right now, and even with talking to people about, like, streaming services and what's going on with streaming services is, I guess the whole paywall thing, and, and I don't know if it's because people are sharing passwords and all this stuff, but apparently that's just, it's just not enough. It's not enough. You know, there's a, we're in the, min, we're in the middle of a streaming war thing, and apparently, I mean, look at Netflix, and we're going to be talking about what's going on with Netflix. That's the fourth topic of the, today's stream. Um, 
But I mean, it just seems like now that there's so many goddamn stream. There's so many. There's Paramount Plus. There's of course Disney Plus and HBO Max and Netflix and uh, and just everything that's out there right now. And apparently, it's just it's just not enough because now people have to pick and choose, which is great. I think that's what's great about this whole thing is the fact that we can pick and choose. I do not have a fucking cable box anymore. That is in the past. And I remember when I was a cable guy. Years ago, when I worked for the cable company, I knew that was the future. The future is now. Yeah. Essentially did a uh, cable guy uh, whole spiel like uh, like Jim Carrey did in the cable guy movie. And he was right. He was right. You could play a you could play Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. I mean, it's all so connected. Now we don't need boxes or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is, is now that people but, but with hard times, especially now, because, you know, the economy in America is just so good right now, you know? That's yeah, inflation. Um, you know, that's yeah, good old Biden. Come on, man. That's right. No, it's not my fault, man. It's not my fault. What are you talking about? It's that fucking guy over there in Russia. What the fuck is that guy? It's his fault. His fault, man. No, um, sorry. Uh, I got to bust out a Biden impression every now and again. I mean, I usually do the Trump, but, you know, I got to do a Biden every now and again, especially uh, since, uh, you know. Anyways, so back to what I was saying. Um, I guess it's just not enough because now they keep talking about, you know, you got to have if you want to have a lower subscription, you're going to have to have ads. You're going to have to have ads. That's just the thing is. And when it comes to these upfronts, that's what it's all about. It's all about ads advertisers that's what the upfront is about some people are still not sure exactly what still they think it's like oh is this about investors what is this about when it comes to this upfront thing no it's all about getting advertisers and the fact of the matter is is like now that they're streaming it's a little bit different right here but when it when it comes to disney plus um this is uh this is what uh, was happening today when it came to this. Disney Plus won't take ads from alcohol politi- or politics to keep venue family friendly. Okay, that's fine. It's, fu- it's perfectly fine. It's Disney, of course. No alcohol, no politics, which is good. Keep the politics out of the entertainment. But then again, of course, the content has that. Uh, not every marketer is likely to get its commercials on a new ad-supported version of Disney+, Plus, the popular streaming service, home to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. It's about to unveil a new ad-supported tier, part of the broader move by big entertainment companies like Disney to lure new subscribers to its broadband entertainment hubs with cheaper subscription levels. Indeed, the new option is one of the most anticipated developments of the looming TV upfront than TV networks, blah, blah, blah. So they keep talking about that. These Disney execs, everything, blah, you know. I mean, that's just basically where it seems like things are headed when it comes to uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to these streaming services. There's always going to be that ad supported option, cheaper subscription. You still got to pay a monthly subscription, but it's cheaper. But you're going to have the ads. You're going to have the ads right here. And then, of course, if you looked at uh, Disney Plus right here, yes, obviously the Vanity Fair um, issue came out that showed all the Star Wars, all the Star Wars, which look at this, you know, look at this cover right there. Ahsoka, uh, the Mandalorian, um, Obi-Wan, and then, of course, uh, I forgot what Diego Luna's name was in, in, the, in, the, in his uh, what his character is. I, I always forget that we're going to get. We're going to get a prequel. We're going to get a prequel to uh, to Rogue. And so I'm like, yeah, it's just, man, Rogue One is getting a, a prequel. I keep forgetting about that. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm just, I always forget about that. But, it, you know, it's kind of cool, man. Hey, you know, hey, we got the, uh, we got the Hispanics. We got the Hispanics up there. That's right. Fellow brethren right there. We got the, uh, you know, we got them on the cover. So good on them, right? 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 Then we had our first look of uh, Echo right here. There she is. I always found her to be very exotic looking, when, especially like when I was watching uh, Hawkeye. I thought, man, I always thought she was uh, pretty damn beautiful. But anyways, um, so we got the first look at Echo. Of course, Kingpin's going to be in there. I'm sure Dare, uh, Daredevil's also going to be in there too. So we had the first look at her right there. We had our first look at uh, Disenchanted. Easy, Eric. Don't get too excited right here. 
Uh, Andor. There you go. Andor. That's what it is. Yeah. There you go. Andor. Thank you. Totally just drew a blank. But yeah, easy, Eric. Don't get too excited. But yes, we got our first look at Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph in Disenchanted right here. I still got to watch that first one. But yeah, so that's cool. Good shot right there. And then, of course, we'll see that. Of course, I'm going to be watching the She-Hulk. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be called She-Hulk Attorney at Law. So we got some posters right there, of course, for everybody. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it when it comes to that. And then when it came to uh, see Mr. Eric Davis kind of broke it down right here. When it comes to all the Star Wars that we're going to be getting, I mean, we're getting a lot of Star Wars, which is great. Obviously, we want as much Star Wars as we can. I mean, I think a lot of us want some newer Star Wars that has nothing to do with the Skywalker saga. But sadly, that's just fully not the case. But uh, the future Star Wars movies, when it comes to the movies right here, Taka Waititi's movie is likely up first. That's right, guys. Uh, Taka Waititi fucking Star Wars is coming. Sigh. But what can he do? Uh, he's still a talented director. I mean, like I said, uh, Jojo Rabbit was actually very, very good, to be honest. So I will give him credit for that. But Ragnarok and who knows what's going to be happening with Love and Thunder. My God. Rogue Squadron is further off. We're still kind of questioning. Is is uh, Patty Jenkins still going to be directing that movie? I hope so. I do. I mean, she shot that whole rollerblading video and stuff like that. So it's like we hope that she is. Kevin Feige's movie, not confirmed. Yeah, but it's going to happen. I mean, come on. There's going to be a, a Kevin Feige-produced Star Wars movie eventually. Ryan Johnson movie. He's busy with Knives Out. <laughs> Sorry, had a little burp right there. <laughs> He's busy with Knives Out too. Bullshit. It's put on the back burner, as in they took it, they took the idea into the back, and they fucking burned it. That movie ain't, that trilogy ain't fucking happening. Come on. All right? After a response of The Last Jedi, there is no fucking way, no, it's not happening. The Ryan Johnson Star Wars ain't happening. Okay? Just ain't happening. I, I don't know why they keep on, like, you know, saying, yeah, yeah, we, uh, we're, it's still, uh, it's still gonna happen, but, you know, it's, all this other stuff's gonna happen first. Shut up. It's not gonna happen. And you know what? Ryan Johnson, do your thing. Knives Out was great. Knives Out 2 will be great, too, and I'm sure they'll have a third one, possibly a fourth one, whatever the fuck. Do something else. You know, you, you try to be like, hey, I'm gonna do something different with, uh, the Star Wars universe. I'm gonna do things that people don't expect. And while I didn't fully all... You know, I didn't wasn't like a uh, the biggest fan of the Last Jedi. I did like what he did when it came to deconstructing like Luke Skywalker and all this kind of stuff. There were some things I really did enjoy when it came to uh, the Last Jedi. But yeah, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Uh, and then it says, uh, and then of course uh, Miss Kathleen Kennedy says we have a roadmap. Well, that's good. That's good, Miss Kathleen Kennedy, because ah, uh, my God, where's it at right here? Um. Was it right there? Oh, yeah, there's a cool little picture of uh, Pedro Pascal and Ewan McGregor right there, which is great. But uh, where is it at? Did I not have? Uh, oh, yeah, there's also this right here, too. We're Sorry, I didn't set everything here up as shooting uh, for cleanly as possible in my tabs. But uh, I guess I'll just talk about it. Mm, yeah, because I don't think I have the tab up. But, yeah, there's, of course, the Vanity Fair thing right here showing the behind the scenes of this photo shoot, showing some really cool stuff right here, which, which – uh, was pretty great to see, obviously, seeing uh, Hayden Christensen and everybody, and uh, Ewan McGregor. But um, one of the things that was mentioned, um, and I, yeah, sorry for not pulling it up, but one of the things that was mentioned, which was kind of shitty and just didn't make sense, you know, when it comes to Kathleen Kennedy, she talked about Solo. She talked about Solo and how when it came to Solo, she basically said that, hey, you know, basically, um, the reason why that that movie failed was because you just can't recast a character in this universe. So basically, almost saying like we're not going to ever recast a character again. You realize you have an Obi fucking Kenobi series coming out that has not the original character characters Hayden Christensen too. Hello, and you got Luke Skywalker, Tiny Luke, Uncle Owen. What the fuck are you thinking? Why'd you say that, Kathleen Kennedy? Shouldn't have said that. I mean, I get it. 
it's a little bit different because obviously you had, you know, when it came to Obi-Wan Kenobi, you had to cast a younger version and it worked. Definitely worked. You know, everything worked when it came to that. But I mean, I mean, I kind of get what she was saying right there, but it was like, man, poor, I mean, cue the fucking Joker clip from Dark Knight. Poor choice of words. It's like, yeah, we all just kind of went like, huh, wait, wait, what? And then we're all kind of wondering, so is that Lando fucking series still not coming out? But apparently, according to uh, Donald Glover, that's still going to happen. So like, okay, so what are you saying here? Are you just a uh, Kathleen Kennedy is basically like, well, the reason why <laughs> it's like, no, the reason why is you start doing this. You fucked up. OK, internalize. OK, there's a lot of things that fucked up that solo movie. And it was probably because you guys didn't like what Chris Lord and uh, Phil Miller was doing. That's what I that's my guess is the reason, because Alden, what's his name? I can never say his, you know, his last name, you know, Alden, who played. Han Solo. He was not the problem. I was okay with him. Um, I haven't watched Solo in years. Uh, I know it did, I, I, to me, it didn't have the rewatch value, but maybe if I watch it again, I'll have like a new appreciation for it. I don't know. There's things that I definitely loved about it, and there's things I was like, man, it gets a little messy. But it wasn't him that was the problem. It was not him. It was all the fuckery and the bullshit that happened behind the scenes. But yeah, that was like a big thing that a lot of people were talking about. A lot of people were talking about. So it was just like, really, you're going to say like that when you literally have an Obi-Wan series where, yes, that's a different actor playing a character. But then again, I, I think she was looking at it like, well, you know, I don't know. You know, she wasn't around when the original series was. So it's fine. It doesn't count. I don't know. Kathleen Kennedy, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just got to like, you know, just do one of those, do one of those. But other than that, I mean, that's pretty much uh, what was happening. I mean, there was some cool, some cool shots, uh, you know, like I said, the cover. And then, of course, oh, yeah, there was this right here showing everybody right here. Uh, Mon Mothma, uh, Mon Mothma, it wasn't she recast too. I mean, I mean, come on. But I think she's just kind of saying like, oh, yeah, well, when I was going, and of course, we got Vader right there, which is cool. So, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of cool little things right there when it came to the Vanity Fair article. That was nice. Nice little Star Wars crumbs, some Star Wars tea right there. So we're getting plenty of Star Wars and we'll see. Uh, hopefully it's going to be uh, hopefully it's going to be good shit. That's all we can hope for right there. But. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of it like there wasn't really, I mean, obviously the next thing that we're going to be talking about is, uh, you know, the She-Hulk trailer, which it was weird seeing people like waiting and anticipating the She-Hulk trailer. And I went, whew, I don't know about this. But yes, it's time. It is time <laughs> to, uh, to react to the She-Hulk trailer. Now, um, uh, what I saw the, you know, they, the, they wasn't there like a little teaser. It was just kind of like, Oh boy. Uh, I don't think this is going to be for me. I'll just say it right there. Disclaimer, disclaimer before we watch, it's probably not going to be for me. Um, I, you know, when, when Mark Ruffalo was introduced as the Hulk in the Avengers movie, I thought that was his best, that was his best version was that first Avengers movie. And then it slowly started, you know, and then when it came to Professor Hulk, I was like, all right, that's cool. But at the same time, can we see the progression of this character? Seems like, uh, you know, that would have been cool to see uh, something to see how he got to Professor Hulk. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with getting to that point. But at least can we see it? And now we're going to have, of course, She-Hulk, which I'm like, all right, let's see what this is going to be all about. Hey, boy. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, hey, all right, here we go. It's time to watch the She-Hulk official trailer. Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you? She's been doing her squats. Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A uh, demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. 
Hey, Tim Roth. And That's a good frustrating family. Cause we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh. Uh -huh. I Yes, yes, yes. No, no. I just want to okay. be a normal, anonymous lawyer. Can you tell us where She-Hulk is? Jen, you're a story now. Girl, your ass looks crazy right now. Okay, I made that sound You could be an Avenger. Oh, I'm not a superhero. That is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason. Law. Is there anything more depressing than what? dating in your 30s? No, don't do that. This is the best date I've had in a while. Oh. Should we split some fries? Let's get those to go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well. All right, then. <laughs> So she she's going to go on dates and stuff. Sweet. I mean, I guess uh, I've never. I've, yeah, that fucking CGI does not look good. Uh, it look, uh, yeesh, yeesh. Yeah, that's CGI, especially at the last part. I mean, right there, not that bad, but look, look at how I mean, it kind of gets a little wonky right there. <clears throat> what? She's going to go on dates and stuff. I mean, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this shit ain't gonna be for me. Um, you know, if anybody enjoyed it, cool. I know somebody said that. Um, somebody said that it was uh, like the comic, and I'm, you know what? I, I never got into it. But yeah, it's adult just... orphans for some reason. Apparently, she fights. Well, there's the Green Ranger right there. Jesus Christ, you see that? Tommy's in this thing um, for some reason. So she fights in court, apparently. So there's going to be somebody who also has that ability, too. They drink. And there's, what's his name? The Abomination's also in there. I guess that's cool. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I will watch it, guys. And I will review it, because why not? <laughs> you know, check it out. At least the first episode. Who knows? I might not be able to stick around for uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's a little bit, I know there's probably going to be a whole episode dedicated to her on what Tinder, not, not exactly Tinder, but a, a dating site. And she's going to be doing, you know, it's going to be a bunch of dudes that are going to be like, yeah, that's right. I could take you on. It's right. I'm manly. I'm manly. That's right. I'm sure the term toxic masculinity is going to be said or something throughout this thing, you know, on that episode or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. It's going to be a hard watch, but I'll give it a chance. I'll watch the first episode at least and see what happens. But as of right now, yeah, that's just not some cool little things in there that might be all right. But yeah, that, hopefully they uh, I mean, that's not supposed to be coming out till what, like uh, later this summer. So hopefully they could brush up on that CGI a little bit because that was looking a little that was looking a little wonky right there, a little wonky, um, which is interesting. It's because it's like, come on, you're Marvel fucking studios. You're Disney. How is it the CGI still gets a little wonky? And, I, you know, we could pull up, like, some of these old movies that have, like, superior CGI, man. It's like, come on. Come on, man. So there you go. There's my reaction. I guess I'll put it like this. I'll put my thumb, thumb, thumb like, because I'm not sure about that yet. I'll put my thumb like uh, Zangief in the Street Fighter movie. Anybody know that reference? Hopefully you do. All right. Now, nobody was really talking about this, probably because everybody was talking about the Disney upfront stuff and uh, the Star Wars stuff. So this kind of fell under the radar. But we now have new footage, and I'm not going to show the footage because it is TMZ, and I'm, I'm not. I'm just not. You know, I know I've gotten dinged on them before or anything like that, but. Yeah, there's a there's a more of the video of uh, the Ezra Miller arrest. I've been covering this, of course, uh, since the very beginning. But his arrest in Hawaii, and you you really want to give Ezra the benefit of the doubt, like oh, this was there's certain things. 
But it just seems like with each video, you just kind of go like, man, Ezra, 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 Ezra needs help. Definitely needs help. And uh, if you go to TMZ, they do have the video, more of the video right here. Let's see. Uh, Ezra Miller threatens cops with hate crime for getting pronouns wrong. Yeah. So this is the new one. This actually showed up yesterday. Not a lot of people were talk, talking about that. Um, yeah. So if you want, I could send this. Uh, I could send this over to. Uh, let's see. Let me see here. Yeah. Find the. Yeah. I should. I should have had this open on this computer. I wish I could send it over. But um, yeah. So I'll send it over in a little bit here. But yeah, he threatens cops. But I mean, it's basically just kind of just. It's well, I don't think this one's a little bit different. Yeah. So of course it puts him in there. Is your body cam still on? Yeah, sit down. Would you make sure it's on? Yeah, it's on. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Um, so basically one of the biggest things is like he keeps on saying he's a musician and he's not he's hoping that you don't hurt his wrists because he's a musician and uh and everything like that. He said pain in his wrists, telling the cops they need to be careful and all this stuff. And uh it gets uh it gets pretty intense after that. A little bit like inside he basically when it comes to um when it comes to the body cameras he talks about nerve damage and then of course the cop calls ezra sir 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 and then he goes i'm sorry i'm not a sir i'm transgender non-binary please don't call me sir i was just trying to be respectful the officer uh of the act yeah he was trying to be no i think that's what the um the officer said, if you fail to do that again, that is an act of intentional bigotry, U.S. federal law. So, yeah. And then, of course, he says my pronouns are they, them, theirs. Or you could use the term mix as in MX. MX, which is interesting. Uh, MX, I don't know why. Uh, it's just very interesting to you. I never heard of MX. Anybody else heard of uh, MX? I haven't heard of MX. But uh, apparently that's what uh, that's that's a term. Uh, that's something new for me. That's for sure. But uh, let me uh, go ahead and uh, here since uh, I was requested. Here's the uh, here's a link right there. But I just know that TMZ gets a little wonky and I don't want them to ding my shit. For doing that so there's a there's the uh, article right there i don't know what i don't know yeah i've never heard of it either is uh but uh but anyways guys but you heard it here first folks um apparently ezra transgender now that's new we all always knew about the non-binary thing but now claiming that they are transgender as well and losing ezra's losing shit on a cop for not using the right pronouns. And that's just like, you know, there was mentioned before that people would say, oh, Ezra's fine if you miss, uh, you know, you don't use the right pronouns. Ezra's fine about that. Apparently he's not when literally just getting upset with an officer who had just arrested them. So I'm just kind of going, holy shit. Just keeps getting worse and worse with this body cam footage when it comes to the Ezra Miller arrest. Now, I'm not totally negating the whole what happened at the, the bar and everything. You know, we've seen the reviews. We've seen the fact that apparently the, the bar owners aren't the greatest people. They don't like tourists. They're very much, uh, you know, they just don't like they don't like anything out of the norm for sure. So that doesn't negate any of that. For sure. Chris Wong Swenson's talked about it. He talked about it on the Vodka stream a few weeks ago. We've talked about that. That doesn't negate any of that. But at the same time, it's just like, man. Um, but that's just kind of interesting when it comes to all this. And it's just things are not helping when it comes to all this. But hopefully, like I said, from what I gathered, counseling should be happening. All this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. Mm, it's interesting. Transgender non-binary is the same category. Doesn't necessarily mean it's trans. Okay, but why is there trans in it then? That's what that's what gets confusing for a lot of things. It's like it's like all right, transgender non-binary. Like, but but if it's not trans, then why is there trans in that in that in that title? So that's the thing. <laughs> that's where you kind of go like, hey, I want to be respectful. But at the same time, I'm trying to understand exactly what all that kind of is. So, but hey, just even trying to even trying to 
say the right thing, you just get canceled. So fuck, might even try, you know? So it's getting out of hand. It definitely is getting out of hand. Is in uh, the same category because uh, they both mean they don't identify with the gender you were born into. I again, it's just there's there's like definitions of all this, and it just keeps getting like more and more confusing. I appreciate Stephanie T that you're trying to uh, explain it, but it's just uh, but it's just it just gets a little too confusing at, at times. So, but the fact of the matter is is Ezra's. Still, just it's just uh, any video that comes out, it just gets a little bit worse. But hopefully, Ezra's getting the help that they need. So we'll see what happens. But just thought I'd do an update because that fell under the radar, and I've been covering this whole thing. So we'll see. BMX, uh, yeah, it gets you know takes a while to fully understand. Yeah, see, that's a thing. And you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't get upset with people that don't fully understand it. You know, you can help them, but don't get upset. The thing, the fact of the matter is nowadays, everybody just gets upset with people. Like, how dare you? Just like how Ezra got upset at that, at upset at the cop. And say that's, that's international bigotry or whatever. I mean, I mean, you just can't do that, especially when you're being arrested. It's like, calm down for a little bit and just kind of go like, okay, but uh, man, it's just, uh, you know, help, <laughs> help. Whew. Let's just hope Ezra gets the help. That Ezra needs. Netflix. Uh, we talked about Netflix yesterday and them just kind of saying like, hey, if you don't like the shit that we're putting, you can walk away. But uh, Netflix keeps on struggling, man. Netflix keeps on struggling because not only, I mean, not only is this happening. According to Deadline, Netflix hit, hit by uh, layoffs about 150 mostly U.S.-based employees affected. Layoffs are underway at Netflix today. About 150 positions out of the streamer's 11,000 workforce are being eliminated amid a slowdown in the company's revenue growth. They are largely based in U.S. and significant portion in, in creative. Um, in creative. A uh, number of them in the executive ranks, including an original content, I hear with a couple of director-level original series execs rumored to be leaving. I will update the story with the names when they are confirmed. Okay? So Netflix is just fucking bleeding right now. Fucking A. Can Zack get a goddamn... <sighs> it's like Zack Snyder finally. They're like, come here, buddy. We'll, we'll, get, we'll throw you the money. What do you want to do? You want to do zombies? You want to do a Star Wars? You want to do some animation? Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Fuck. Catch a break. He finally left like he fucking put a stamp on the Zack Snyder's Justice League and said, there it is, bitches. Fuck you, Warner Brothers. Walked away, came over, and then now Netflix is like fucking bleeding right now. They're bleeding so much that they're now thinking about putting the Knives Out sequel into movie theaters for like a 45-day run. Smart. They will do this. They, they can't afford not to. They really can't. So, yeah. Netflix is considering releasing some movies in theaters this year with a 45-day window, according to Bloomberg. One of the movies in consideration is the Knives Out sequel. Netflix has long resisted longer windows for movies it releases in theaters. Not anymore, because they need money. We kept hearing about this. And apparently, yes. One of the solutions is definitely doing this. I mean, luckily, the stock market was not so bad today. The stock kind of was up, but my God, man. My God. So that's what's happening. So, yeah, you better believe that Rebel Moon is definitely going to get that treatment. Any big movie, probably like The Gray Man, that's going to be coming out from the Russos, you know, with uh, some A-listers in there, that's going to get a release, which I say, good, do it. You got to do it. You just got to do it. Promote the absolute shit out of it on the app. Yes. But then it's like, hey, you got to go see it in the movie theaters. I mean, that's going to piss some people off, too. It's all crazy. But, I mean, I'm just kind of going like, man, hearing all this, it's like, man, Zach finally was like, you know, in a good spot when it came to all this. And then all of a sudden that happens and everything. And by the way, if you're wondering what what was happening when it comes to Las Vegas, the, uh, the the Army of the Dead prequel, I mean, apparently some that's going through some struggles too. 
we're kind of wondering when the fuck are we going to get some lost vegas tea apparently the animation studio that was handling that shit i don't know according to things that i've heard that it possibly went bankrupt and then they're trying to figure that whole situation out so i wouldn't even be surprised if that gets pushed to next year too it's like god damn it man that was supposed to come out sometime later this year but this could be part of it you know, when it comes to this, I don't know, because obviously that was going to be on Netflix as well. Ugh, man. So, yeah, just money, 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 money. All the money. But yeah, apparently, I don't know, just hearing some struggles when it came to that animation studio. Possibly went bankrupt. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the full details. I was just, you know, talking with people and just like um, hearing all the stuff where it's like, God damn it, really? It's like, man, I wanted to get some Las Vegas tea this year. You know, we were supposed to get another Zack Snyder production this year. God knows what's happening with the Norse God stuff now. Because obviously that's animation. So it's just like freaking A, man. Freaking A! <sighs> Fuck. But still, you know, he could still very much say. Yeah, yeah second, second Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, of course, tomorrow that's going to be all happening. But we'll see what happens. But Netflix is Netflix is hurting. Even though they're still at the top of the food chain when it comes to streaming, they're still fucking hurting. Apparently, they're still hurting. Hopefully, they can figure their shit out. But, you know, theatrical is the way to go. They need to release some of these big movies in theatrical. They definitely do. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. You guys all good? Everything good? Yeah, last night she... Okay, I don't know what you guys are even talking about now. It gets a little weird in the the live chat there so i'm not even gonna attempt to see what you guys are talking about i'm just gonna go to the twitter questions now all right eric blake what are you doing all right yo dave building on yesterday's question about sequels uh, to the 80s films how about ferris bueller growing up yeah apparently that was always a possibility of a ferris bueller taking the day off from work and having the cast come back yeah it's not a bad idea. I'm surprised they didn't go through. But I remember like a few years ago, there was actually a uh, uh, Super Bowl commercial that kind of tackled that. So, yeah, that's a good choice. Could be a good choice. Russ, Dave, when is Eric's motion comic coming out? I was It was announced ages ago. Your fans are eager to, eager to hear you turn your turn as the Batman. Well, you can hear me. You know, they heard it already. <laughs> don't take it too seriously eric that's just russ that's russ for you he's just doing that he's trolling a little bit take your time take your time you know you want to have a quality product take your time there's nothing wrong with taking your time aaron s bailey do you think people are getting their hopes up way too high for a wb presentation tomorrow yes Lately, I think expectations are the biggest problem with fans. Well, Multiverse of Madness is a great example. Yes, I 100%, like I said, I saw some pretty crazy fantasy-filled tweets that were really thinking that certain things are just, it, tomorrow is just going to be a big, huge W. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's probably not. I mean, I would love it for it to be some kind of surprise, but mm, don't think it's going to happen. Tim Ross' character, Blansky, is the only thing that slightly intrigues me about green legs and ham. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> that, that's a good one. That, that got me right there. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> green legs and ham. Uh, that's what we... <laughs> I dig that title. That's a good title. Yeah, I mean, and that's pretty much when I saw Tim Roth, I was like, cool, hey, abomination too. All right, sweet. But, you know... Yeah. yeah, it's just, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Ronak, it should have changed the title from She-Hulk to Mediocre Hulk. Mediocre, uh, mediocre, mediocre, mediocre Hulk, or Marvel, is going to get more praise again. Who do you got winning NBA Conference Finals? I haven't been paying attention to the finals, sadly. Usually I like to get into the playoffs. The finals are great, but I mean... If I'm going to go, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Giants fan, San Francisco Giants. Might as well be a fan of the basketball team that's up there. I'll go for the Golden State Warriors, you know. Why not? I'll root for them. They're in it, right? 
Edward, did you watch Tokyo Vice? I have not watched that yet. On the list. Soups Kenobi, whatever happened to the black suit edition? Oh, man, Mr. Chris Dawson. I haven't really seen him tweet much. He kind of he vanished off the Twitter sphere a little bit there, man. Yeah, he did. Yeah, the black suit edition. You know what? When it came to that, you know, and I, and I, and I commend the absolute shit after, uh, when it comes to Mr. Dawson. And I, and I, if, uh, I, I don't know if anybody's actually seen him in a while. Um, but um, I know personally, like, him messaging me, he was kind of getting tired of all the infighting, I guess you could say, in the fandom. Because he was very much a neutral person, friends with a lot of people. But there would be many times where he would actually DM me and be like, dude, what the hell is going on with this fandom sometimes, you know? And I would be like, yeah, man, I mean, I, I try. I mean, yes, sometimes I'll fucking stir the pot. I will. I do that. But at the same time, it's like he was very much in with the, the people that do not like me in the fandom. Um but then there was this lab. But then at the same time, it was kind of reassuring the fact that he would come in my DMs and be like, dude, what the hell is going on with that? You know, with that part? Why is there so much fighting and all this stuff? Which kind of sucks, you know, the fact that he probably just got sick of it and probably doesn't really do my. I don't know. I just I'm trying to remember, like, when was the last time he uh, tweeted? But then um, when it came to the black suit edition, it was a heavy task. Chris Dawson, very talented dude. Very talented dude. With I mean, he showed clips of what he was doing with his version, the Black Suit Edition of Justice League. He was doing he was doing the Lord's work, but he was doing it with a fucking laptop, just a laptop. Apparently, like he had like this laptop that he was doing all this visual effects for, and apparently the laptop just couldn't handle a lot of stuff because yeah, you're editing special effects and doing all that kind of stuff. That takes a like some heavy RAM. That takes a machine. Okay. So I think he just had a lot of struggles when it came to that. So then when he was like, oh, I can get it done by here. And then it didn't happen. And then it didn't happen. But, you know, I still praise the absolute shit out of attempting to try to create something. And then maybe one of these days he will put something out there and uh, like something almost almost complete. But at the same time, it was like he did post a lot of cool little like, uh, you know, clips. He really did. So. Yeah, so but I give praise to the man because I, I, I for sure couldn't, you know, have the patience and just really just, I mean, to do like the, some of the stuff that he did, man, was just, uh, yeah, no, release the black suit cut, right? Hopefully one of these days he can release most of that because that was definitely going to be something special. And uh, like I said, it was, it was, uh, I give the man props because it was just him doing it too, you know? I mean, and that's what's so great about projects that are happening now with Project Justice League, with uh, with um, um, with the other motion comic, too, that Eric's working on. And, you know, it's a group effort. It's a group effort when it comes to all that. But imagine trying to do it all, do all this kind of stuff by yourself. Not easy. Not easy. And just having a laptop. So <sighs> anyways, guys, so there you go. Um, that's the show today. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Like I said, tomorrow will be all about the uh, the Warner Brothers Discovery up front. And like I said, keep keep the expectations low. Odds are they're just going to have, they're going to show stuff that's already in the works, already there. Uh, there might be some cool reveals, but, you know, when it comes to anything else, you know, when it comes to Snyderverse stuff, I would be like, yeah, keep the, temper it down a little bit right there. So, but yeah, tomorrow will be great. Um, tomorrow will be great still talking about all this and uh, I appreciate you guys clicking in smash that like thumbs up do all that make sure you subscribe hit that notification bell uh, if you want to become a member become a member support the channel or you can support the, the channel through the Patreon do it right there and then of course the merchandise also is down below if you want to get yourself some merchandise alright guys love ya talk to you later